Welcome to the podcast of Medora Pentecostal Church. We are a growing community of believers committed to bringing hope and building lives. We pray today's message is a blessing to you. Praise the Lord. I want to direct you to the book of Hebrews today. I'm going to go to a very familiar passage of scripture we preached from on multiple times. But this is a great text for this hour. Hebrews chapter 6 and verse 17. Hebrews chapter 6 and verse 17. Wherein God willing more abundantly to show unto the heirs of promise the immutability of his counsel, confirmed it by an oath, that by two immutable things in which it was impossible for God to lie, we might have a strong consolation who have fled, who have fled. Somebody say, I'm running. Who have fled for refuge to lay hold upon the hope set before us, which hope we have as an anchor of the soul, both sure and steadfast, and which entereth into that within the veil, whither the forerunner is for us entered. Even Jesus made a high priest, forever after the order of Melchizedek. Amen. Lord, we praise you today. We thank you, God, for the opportunity to gather in this place. Lord, I pray today that you would help us as we get into your word. Lord, that we would be able to encourage and strengthen, Lord, the body of Jesus Christ. And we give you praise for it all in Jesus' mighty name. Let everybody say amen. You love the Lord in this house. Praise God. Amen. The Lord bless you. Uh, to the staff that has come and helped today, thank you. Amen. You can be seated. We appreciate each and every one that has worked hard behind the scenes, and uh, we appreciate it very, very much. Now, I don't have to give you a rundown of the news. I don't have to tell you about all the stuff that's going on in our world to know that we are living in a crazy, shaky times. Restlessness. Fear. Just friend, not just being, uh, people are so standoffish now that you, you can't tell if they're smiling even if they don't have a mask on. We're living in a time, as Bishop said, where the storm has blown in. And so when the storm blows in, is there a place that you can go and find rest for your wandering mind? Is there a place that we can go and find strength for our heart? Amen. I hear the ever-present voices of hopelessness that ring out today. People that say things like, it'll never get better. There's no solution to today's problems, so why try? I'll never be happy again, and I'll never get over this. We'll never get through this. I don't see things improving. How many times have you talked to somebody about the coronavirus crisis, and they'll say, I got a feeling it's going to get worse. Can I see that hand? I got a feeling it's going to get worse. It's going to get worse. It's going to get worse. I wish I had a dollar for every time somebody said it's going to get worse. Amen. And heaven forbid and God forgive me for what times I've said it. It's going to get worse. The future is pretty empty, you know, uh, uh, it's hopelessness. <clears throat> I only see things getting worse. Yes, indeed, those statements have perhaps some grounds and, and fact behind them. 
Yes, things do look bleak, and yes, the clouds are darkened with the heaviness of the day, and yes, uncertainty can cause us deep fear, and yes, there's different kinds of crises that people are having in this crisis. It's not just one crisis, it's multiple crises, it's multiple issues, and our security has been rocked, but I want to tell you, what are you going to run to? Where are you going to go? Are you going to go to a refuge for your soul? Or are you going to allow the enemy to take hold? The waves of life may seem to wash over you like just a flood. And there is a hopelessness that is in the world today. Amen. I go to the rock. His name is Jesus. Yes, he's the one. That rock is Jesus, the only one. Be very sure. Be very sure your anchor holds and grips the solid rock. Amen. There is a hope that you can have. I realize that they say, Jeremiah said in 18 and 21, they said there is no hope. They say there is no hope. The doctor says there is no hope. The politician says there is no hope. Amen. The neighbor says there is no hope. There are those around us that say there is no hope. Amen. The enemy of our soul is out to destroy your hope today. It seems so crazy. We're in church and then we're on live streaming. We're in church and we're on live streaming. It looks, it looks very uh, confusing and disconcerting. But our hope is not in anything in this world. Our hope is in Christ. We're in God more willingly. Or God, we're in God willingly more abundantly to show unto the heirs of the promise. Amen. Somebody say, that's me. God doesn't lie to his children. God doesn't lie to his family. God keeps his word. God kept his word to Abraham. If you study the passage before this, you will find that he's talking about the promise of Abraham and how he kept his word to Abraham. Amen. Paul said in Galatians, If ye be Christ, then are ye Abraham's seed and heirs according to promise. Amen. We may not carry the nationality of Abraham and have his literal blood in us, but what we have is this his seed by faith it's according to promise and that is unchangeable it is fixed it is unalterable it is immovable that is a foundation of his counsel his purpose is unchangeable God's plan is unchangeable I don't care what corona does come or go amen God's plan is unchangeable The NIV writes in verse 17, Hebrews 6, it says, Because God wanted to make the unchanging nature of his purpose very clear to the heirs of what was promised. He confirmed it with an oath. Let me say that again. I like that. Because God wanted to make the unchanging nature of his purpose very clear to the heirs of what was promised. He confirmed it by an oath. It is then impossible for God to do something against his nature. And he cannot lie. It is impossible for God to lie. His ways are unchangeable. When it comes to the matter of his purpose and his promise, it is impossible. Movable. It is immutable. It is inalterable. It is inevitable. Amen. It is inflexible and unwavering. So what you can do is say, God said it. He did not lie. And so I'm going to trust him. 
Hallelujah. I want to tell you two facts you can take to the bank about God. He said that we, by two immutable things, which is impossible for God to lie, we have a strong consolation. Somebody say a strong consolation. We have a strong encouragement. That's what that means. We have a strong encouragement. You know why I'm watching less and less news and paying attention to stuff less and less in this world? Because I don't find encouragement there. Amen. Well, you got to know the facts and you got to be up to date. Oh, I'll get enough to be up to date. But I want to make sure that my, my mind is saturated with promise and hope and strength and the Word of God. I want my mind to be saturated with the Holy Ghost power that says greater is he that's in me than he... I don't know if anybody needs this is watching today, but everybody in this building, I feel a Holy Ghost power that says I'm going to make it. I'm running to my hope. I'm not running away and fleeing everything that's going on. I'm running to my hope. I'm running to my hope. Are you sick today? Run to your hope. Do you have problems today? Run to your hope. Are you discouraged today? Run to hope. So we have God cannot lie and he has given to us a strong consolation he's the holy comforter the word strong consolation in the greek means it is actively encouraging actively consoling actively comforting god is actively comforting but are we actively running to him the question is are we running to him Amen. Who have fled to flee to refuge or for refuge, to flee away, to seek safety by flight. That's what it means, to be saved by flight. I'm going to take my flight and run to my hope today. I'm fleeing hopelessness. I'm fleeing fear, and I'm running to hope. I flee paranoia, and I run to refuge. I flee negative thinking. And if you didn't watch David and Grace last Thursday, go back to Facebook and watch it again. I'm fleeing negative thinking. I'm fleeing anxiety. I'm fleeing oppression. I don't want it to become my friend. I don't want despair to become my friend in Corona crisis. I don't want doubt to become my friend. I'm going to run to hope. Can I just stop here and say, if you find yourself full of negativity, watching things, reading things, watching movies, listening to the talk, everything that's going on, why don't you shut it down? Why don't you shut it off? You go to bed and you can't sleep at night. You go to bed and wring your hands. as a reason for it. It's filtering your mind. It is because hopelessness is a spirit, a spirit of fear, a spirit of dread, a spirit of worry. So I'm going to run today to encouragement. Oh, Lord, let me be around some encouragers today. Let me be around a comfort today. Let me run to my solace today. Let me run to my consolation. I got a feeling everything's going to be all right. Ah, somebody say, I got a feeling. It's more than a feeling. It's an anchor. It's an anchor. It's a steadfast fact. 2 Thessalonians 2, 16. Now unto our Lord Jesus Christ himself and God, even our Father, which hath loved us and given us everlasting encouragement. Everlasting consolation. 
and good hope through grace. Comfort your hearts and establish you in every good word and work. Man, somebody ought to put that on your refrigerator, post it on Facebook. Amen. Whatever the case might be, I want somebody to know you have an everlasting comfort. You have an everlasting encouragement and a good hope that comes through God's favor. Comfort your hearts today. Establish your hearts today. Be firm in every good word and every good work. Hallelujah. So what am I going to hold on to today? I'm holding on to the comfort. The comfort that I've got in God's word today. Then it says that they had fled for refuge to lay hold on hope. I'm talking to you today about running to hope. They ran to hope to seize it, to grab it. Hope is there for you today, but if you don't run to it and you don't grab it, it won't be yours. It's been like somebody flailing and drowning at sea, and and they say, help me, help me, help me, and there is a life raft right there. There's one of those little circle things that's right there. They can reach up and grab it. Help me, I'm seeking. There's your hope right there, but you have to grab it. You've got to reach for it. You've got to run to it. Amen. I don't know about you, but there are some hours that I have wrestled with the, the spirit of fear. There are some hours during this crisis that I've wrestled with things as a pastor and as a father and as a grandfather wrestling with. Amen. But I want to tell you, I have to have the power of the Holy Ghost. Because Galatians said in 5 and 5, Paul wrote, For we, through the Spirit, Wait for the hope of righteousness by faith. I'm thankful for the Holy Ghost. If I could get into the presence of God, then all of a sudden I know that I will be all right. Why? Because I have hope. The writer of Hebrews says, which hope we have as an anchor of the soul, both sure and steadfast. You know what an anchor is? It's a device that holds something else secure. An anchor is a device that holds something else secure. Give, something that gives strength, security, and keeps it from drifting or losing direction. When the darkness comes rushing in, you have an anchor that will hold you secure. Amen. Those thoughts, I can't, this is going to get worse, it's going to get bad, will run to the anchor. Hold on to the anchor. Amen. It'll never get better. Wait a second. I'm going to the anchor that is both sure and steadfast. It is both firm and guaranteed. It is suited to confirm our true. It is trustworthy, dependable, and reliable. I'm going to a hope that the Apostle Paul and Silas had in the prison. I'm going to a hope that your mom and dad had that was in church and have gone on to be with the Lord. And my mom and dad had have and they've been through things and and they have entered into the glorious presence of the Lord but as I am here on this earth I've got to have something that I'm tethered to in the storms of life when the winds begin to blow my ship I need to be tethered to something and that's hope that's hope well you have on this end the vehicle the vessel the boat that is tied off to that anchor, the chain is holding us to the anchor. But where's the anchor holding on to? 
Where's the anchor at? What's the anchor? Is it secure? Is it just drifting there on sandy bottom? Or what, what is the picture here? Here's the picture that the writer paints is because we have hope is as an anchor. It puts a mental picture in our mind. Amen. As an anchor of the soul, both sure and steadfast, which entereth into that within the veil. It entereth into that within the veil. You know what he's talking about? He's talking about the holy of holies. He's talking about the very place where they can understand, those Hebrews can understand. He's talking about being tethered to the presence of God, tied to the most holy parts of God. He's tied off to that. Amen. Here's what I want you to know is that when you can't get into the presence, you can still be anchored to the presence. Let me say it again. Even when you can't feel his presence, you can be anchored to his presence. Even when you can't get to church, you can still be anchored to his presence. Even when you can't get what you feel like you've been, man, I just want to get in the presence of the Lord. I want it to be like what I had before. I want to tell you, you can hold on to this anchor because it is tethered to the presence of God. That's the anchor I'm talking about running to today. Go to the God's presence. Go to God's presence. Amen. <laughs> oh, Isaiah wrote very clearly in 40 and 28. Have you not known, have you not heard that the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, fainteth not, neither is weary. There is no searching of his understanding. He giveth power to the faint and them that have no might. Amen. He increased with strength. Even the youth shall faint and be weary and the young men shall utterly fall but they that hold on they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength amen I might bobble a little bit and I might weave a little bit but I'm anchored I'm anchored to the presence of God I'm tethered to his holy power hallelujah are you anchored to him today are you plugged into him today are you filled with his power and his spirit today oh praise the lord right where you are lift your voice and praise him right where you are today Paul said in his writings in 1 Timothy 6 and 12, fight the good fight of faith. I'm going to tell you one thing that I see has happened to the American church, and that's what I see around the American that I know, is that we had become lazy. We took church for granted. We took worshiping together for granted. Come on, somebody. We took the house of God for a little bit granted, you know. We, we knew it was always there. We knew that everything was going to be the same. And then all of a sudden when it's not the same, our world is shaken. And we find that we need the presence of the Lord. Again, I appeal to you backslider that is watching today. This anchor is still there right where you are. You can fall on your face before God right where you are. And God will touch your life right where you are. Child of God that is weary and worn. Child of God that is full of anxiety. Why don't you just call upon the Lord and say, Holy Ghost, fill me. Thrill me. Touch me. I'm going to hold on to you. It's a good fight of faith. There are, there are people around the world that have been suffering just to be a believer, hiding to worship, having to 
be inconvenienced in greater ways than we can imagine because of persecution. But I'm going to tell you, hope is worth fighting for. Hope is worth running for. There's a hope. There's a hope. There's a hope. It is impossible for God to lie. His ways are unchangeable. When it comes to the matter of his promise, it is immovable. Somebody say amen. It is unalterable. Hallelujah. The psalmist caught a glimpse of it. Let me run through these psalms with you very quickly. Therefore, my heart is glad and my glory rejoiceth. My flesh also shall rest in hope. My flesh, my flesh shall rest in hope. Mm, somebody hang on to that a while. In Psalm 31 and 24, be of good courage. He shall strengthen your heart, all ye that hope in the Lord. My flesh will find strength. Now my heart, my inner man, will find strength when I hope in the Lord. Hallelujah. Psalm 33, 18. Behold, the eye of the Lord is upon them that fear him, upon them that hope in his mercy. God's watching you today. Somebody say, God's watching me. God sees me. He said he'd never leave me or forsake me. Hallelujah. Somebody say, goodbye, despair. I'm running to hope. Goodbye, fear. I'm running to hope. Hallelujah. 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 The psalmist declared 39 and 6. Surely every man walketh in a vain show. Surely they are disquieted in vain. He heapeth up riches and knoweth not who shall gather them. And now, Lord, what wait I for? I'm looking for riches. I'm looking for things. I'm looking for these vain things. I'm, no, no, no. No, no. I'm looking for the, I got to have this and I got to have that. No, my hope is in thee. I run to you, not to the mighty dollar, not to my possessions, not to the things that I can own, but I run to you because his hope is my anchor. Only hope's going to hold any of us today. Our faith, our hope, our God. You see, I know a God that can pick you up and move you from the storm. I know a God who could walk into your storm and calm it. But I also know a God who says, drop the anchor. Ride it out. Now, that, that, that's a hard, Lord, won't you just walk on my water and calm it? Just speak a word and calm it. That's true. He does that. But he also has us in places where we're in the storm that we're going to survive it and overcome it by the power of God. Why? I'm tethered to my high priest where Jesus made a high priest forever after the order of Melchizedek is the anchor of the soul. I want them to come to music. I want to read a passage in Psalm. The psalmist, Psalm chapter 3, verse 1. Lord, how are they increased that trouble me? How are they increased that trouble me? How things have increased that trouble me? Where on my mind? Many are they that rise up against me. Many are they which say of my soul, there is no help. There's no help in God. Selah. But thou, O Lord, art a shield for me, my glory and the lifter up of my head. I cried unto the Lord with my voice, and he heard me out of his holy hill, Selah. And then what he said? 
I laid myself down to sleep. I laid myself down and slept. I awakened for the Lord sustained me. I will not be afraid of ten thousands of people that, they, that have set themselves against me round about. Arise, O Lord, <laughs> save me, O my God, for thou hast smitten all my enemies upon the cheekbone. Thou hast broken the teeth of the ungodly. Salvation belongeth unto the Lord. Thy blessing is upon thy people. Thy blessing is upon thy people. Hallelujah. Let's stand to our feet in this building. Let's worship the Lord. Thank you for joining us today. We pray you have been encouraged. If you would like more information about Medora Pentecostal Church, you can check out our website at www.medorachurch.com. Set your